0: Welcome to another 3 and D show. I'm Mark King as always. Got a late night post game edition of the podcast for you. Uh the Grizzlies played the Pelicans tonight and they actually, they actually they won a game which is uh a good and bad depending on the way you look at it. If you're a pro tank it's it's it was a tough win. <laughs> if you're a pro tank, uh it was a very tough win. If uh you want them to uh win more games and I guess it's 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 a good 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 for you. So there's uh uh it's probably a win-win for everybody or Half half the people out there wanted a tank and half that don't. So uh nonetheless they won 105-102. They uh it was a game that featured some really really bad basketball at times. I mean, it was just it was hard to watch. Uh at, at certain times the Pelicans are missing a lot of players um they set out, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five players. Anthony Davis set out. Tony Allen didn't play. Uh, Alexis Ajinka, Solomon Hill, Frank Jackson. But four of those five players are actually rotation players for them. So um, they actually had quite a bit of uh, firepower that was not playing tonight. And I kind of joked before the game started that if there was going to be a, if they were going to get a win, this was going to be – this was gonna be the win, to, or this would be the game they were gonna get because of just uh, so many players were missing for the Pelicans. They were seriously, um, seriously under undermanned uh, to play in this game. But uh, uh, so the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies got the win. Um, just just some uh, first thoughts though that the Grizzlies, again, like I said, that it was it was very difficult to watch. I thought for a minute they were gonna get a very Ultra aggressive mark. He went uh, four for four in the first uh, seven minutes of the game. Had nine points in the first seven minutes, and so I thought, I really thought we were going to get um, a very aggressive Mark Gasol in that game. And then he, I think, he, I want to say he ended up five for five at the half, and then he didn't score again um, until late in the third quarter. It, it was a while before he scored again, so. As much as I thought we were gonna get an aggressive Marcusall, we ended up not getting that at all. He he was um he was aggressive in the first quarter in the, or the first few minutes of the of the first quarter. Um he, he took a, he took shots that were there for him. You know, he was he was his shot looked good tonight, but he just you know, was this is one of those things again, he just stopped taking him. Um, which is again, is always strange to me because he Everybody knows that he can, you know, he can take over a game or score as many points as he probably wishes to. On a, a lot of centers in the NBA, uh, Demarcus Cousins not being that guy. Demarcus Cousins really, um, uh, you know, he he played good defense on Marc Gasol when he wanted to play good defense on Marc Gasol, but um but uh, the shots were there for Mar to take. He he just he just didn't take them. He he stopped he stopped uh, taking the score of the basketball, which is. Um, you know, for the Grizzlies, you know, for, since they won, it's not that big a deal um, for for, their, for You know, from their side of things, but um, if that's you know, that's just another one of those things where you want you want him taking more shots. If if he's coming out on a night when he's going four for four, and you know, he 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 obviously um, is failing at it, and he obviously is shooting well, you want him to continue to shoot the basketball. And unfortunately, he um, he didn't do that. Uh, um, they, they did struggle with defense again tonight. Just you know they've been struggling with defense uh seems seems like all year long for for the majority of the year and they still um just really just struggled um especially in the third quarter uh, excuse me in the fourth quarter where um a, a, a game where DeMarcus Cousins um did not play well at all in the first three quarters he he was uh i think in the first quarter he was like 2 for 7 and then in the third quarter he ended up being 2 for two for 10 or three for 10. He only ended up taking three more shots um, from the first quarter to the third quarter. Um, and he was held largely in check for the most, most part of the game. And then in the fourth quarter, he just he hit two back to back threes and hit another open three. And the Grizzlies just did, just did not even come close to guarding him. Like he was wide open as you can get no rotation. I mean, just, just really bad defense altogether. And it's unfortunate that you're letting their best player who can shoot threes, um, you know, have a really wide open looks. And he's the, he is the reason that they got back into the game. Um, The Pelicans almost won the game uh, late and he is the reason they got back into it. So um, the Grizzlies really struggled on defense, especially in the, in the fourth quarter, whenever um, DeMarcus Cousins decided to, uh, you know, to show up and, and, and play and play basketball. So, um, again, though, DeMarcus Cousins, they, they, you know, he, he was, you know, up until that fourth quarter, he was, he was not playing extremely well, but he, he went to the free throw line 17 times. Uh, he made 12, he was 12 from seven, twelve for 17 from the free throw line. So that's really where he got most of his scoring done, uh, up until the fourth quarter where he hit several threes. He ended up being in five for eight for three point, uh, 29 points. So, um, if, if the Grizzlies play even remotely, even just a little bit of defense on DeMarcus Cousins, then this isn't even a question of their winning of the game or not. Um, so the Grizzlies, where they were, um, let's see here, uh, my notes, they were up seven. At one, seven or eight at one point in the fourth quarter. And then uh, Mark came in, uh, hit two huge shots. They went by three. Tyreek hit an open three. Um, after the uh the, the Pelicans came back and hit a two, Tyreek hit a three, put, puts them up by four. Uh DeMarcus Cousins came back, hits another three. Um and then uh ended up Pelicans had fifteen seconds left to get a good shot. Um Demarcus Cousins decided to drive and got you know uh Marcus All uh helped out and stripped the ball. Tyreek Evans picked it up and hit two free throws and ended up that kind of ended up sealing the the win for the Grizzlies with was, was Tyreek's two free throws, um, and they won by three. Even after the fact, uh, you know they the the Pelicans still had a chance to hit a three at the end of the tie. They missed it, so um, you know it it could it, it should have been an eight or nine point win for the Grizzlies, but but of course they uh, they don't know know how to win, um, and they definitely don't do a good job of closing out quarters or games for that matter. So. Um, as predictable, they uh, were trying everything they could they could do to not win this game. Um, as much to everyone's dismay, they did win it. But um, so that's kind of how the game went. Um, overall, like I said, the Grizzlies on the offensive in the second quarter was pretty good. Uh, was one of the better quarters they've had in a while. Um, but then, you know, the third quarter was just it was abysmal. Uh, it was abysmal for both teams, to be honest with you. Uh, I think the, the Pelicans only scored nine points. In that quarter, um, it was just a lot of bad basketball all around. So if you watched the game voluntarily on TV, kudos to you because that was difficult to take in altogether. together. Um, Green though, he actually showed up tonight, and so that was good for him to for him to actually finally show up and play a good game for the Grizzlies. He had 20 points, 14 rebounds, uh, was seven for 12. Um, you know, had had six offensive rebounds. He, he, he was doing a lot. Of two steals, two assists. He did a lot of everything tonight. I mean. Uh, you don't ask to score for Jamaica Green to score 20 points every night, but you do ask him to rebound the ball and cut to the basket, you know, uh, take open corner threes. Um, you do need 13 or 14 points from him every night. Um, especially with a lot of injured players out with Chandler Parsons, not playing, which we'll get to later. Uh, Mark and Mike Conley, not playing, you need Jamaica Green to step up and he has not been good at all this year, uh, offense or defense. And so it was good to see him show up and, and have a good game, uh, for the first time in a long time. So, um, I'm glad that he was out there. He he was out there hustling. He was doing a lot of little things. He was getting a lot of offensive rebounds and putbacks, which are for for him or, or his majority of his points are you know getting offensive rebounds, putbacks, corner threes, uh, those type of things uh, are really what Jama Jamaal Green is going to uh, make a career out of and make a living out of in the NBA, especially with the Grizzlies. So um, it, it was good to see him uh, play well. Uh Marc Gasol, as we mentioned, he started out well, ended up eight for fourteen. Wasn't so that's, that's not terrible. Uh 21 points, ten rebounds, I so had a double double uh to go along with Jamonka Green's double double and seven assists. And there that there in that third quarter, um the Grizzlies actually played played better on offense in that third quarter, and um a lot of it was um a lot of it was more Marc Gasol it was more Marc Gasol playing from the elbow like you see in the past and him distributing the ball to cutters um, and that actually was working pretty well for them uh, they went away from it once uh, uh, once they just they just went away from it once they decided just to start to, stop to once Marc Gasol decided to stop doing that they went away from it but that was actually a portion of the game for about four minutes where they actually looked really competent on offense they looked like they knew what they were doing. Uh, Marcus saw was really uh, engaged in the offense he was distributing the the ball really well from the elbow um I would like for them if they're going to continue to try to win games if that's the goal which uh, you guys know my opinion it should not be the goal but if that's the goal that's the offense that you want to see them try to go towards um right now the offense for the grizzlies is just uh run they just jobs to the basket and hope something happens good I mean that's that's like the, the literally the only that's the only offense they have right now is Tyreek Evans drive to the basket and let's hope something happens for the good or kick it out to somebody or something of that nature. So uh, it was good to see them have a have a offense for about four minutes. It wasn't long, but um uh so Marc Gasol wasn't terrible. Um he wasn't he wasn't by all means great, but um but he was I think he was the Marcusall that um that he is. he he is very much a distributor He's very much a second, you know. He is a, uh, a very much a one B guy. If that makes sense, he's not. A, he's not a one A guy. He's not a friend. You know, the cornerstone superstar kind of guy who's going to take over games. He's very much a one B guy. Who's a very good player. Will uh, you know? Can take over games if he needs to, but um, should not be depended on to do that. Uh, but can you know? Shoot the ball really well uh, and. Uh, distribute the ball really well uh, from the elbow and so I thought he was exactly who he is uh in this game he was eight for 14 he was incredibly efficient but uh the 10 rebounds is not something that really is Marcus Gasol um he doesn't usually rebound that like that but um uh, that's good to see that happen every once in a while but again like I said I think Marcus Gasol for this game is exactly what he is he's not you know Marcus Gasol is 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 Everybody wants him to be the aggressive guy. Everybody wants him to be the star, including myself, but that's just not who he is. Um, He's never really been that guy, and I think as soon as people, myself included, um, adjust our expectations of what he is and who he will be or who he is as a player, um, you'll probably be much happier with the results that you get. Uh, Andrew Harrison was downright awful, uh, at one point he was like 1 for 9 he ended up being 3 for 11 um three assist turnover um he had seven rebounds which there was a lot of rebounds to go around tonight but just because of the the amount of missed shots that uh that the that the pelicans had um but again he he was just he was not good he was uh one of the only players um in a plus minus he was the only players in a minus he was minus six um he did have eleven points, but you know on three for eleven shooting I'm not sure that's how i want uh want my point guard to get eleven points so um you know he he was just he wasn't good, but the grizzlies did not have Kobe Simmons they sent him back to the hustle so it was yeah, they literally didn't have anybody else to play point guard. So you're not going to get, you know, right now, Andrew Harrison and Mario Chalmers, who are both awful, are just going to be playing the minutes because there aren't anybody else to play. Kobe Simmons right now is going back to the hustle. I, I don't know if he'll come back any time soon. Um, that's, um, from what I understand, he's going back for the uh, hustle or the G League showcase. That's why they sent him back down there. Uh, I'm not entirely positive. I'd have to check on that. But I think that's what he's doing. Um and then Tyreek Evans was good. Tyreek Evans was, was good as usual. Um, he took a little too many shots, uh, for my liking. He was 10 for 24, so he was not incredibly efficient. Um, he had five rebounds, three assists, 28 points, was a plus 23. Uh, but he, you know, for, for the grizzlies they don't really have anybody else to put the ball in the basket and that can basically score anytime they want to they can make create their own shot he is the only person they have that can do that um so it's not as many it's not as as efficient as I'd like him to be but that's really not who he is he's going to take a lot of shots he's going to get his points uh 10 for 24 is not really something you want to see but for the Grizzlies, there aren't any other really offensive offensive options for them. And so, the like I said before, the offense is uh, Tyreek Evans and let's see what happens. And so for them, he's going to have to take a lot of shots. If, if the Grizzlies have any chance of being in any game whatsoever, he has to take a lot of shots. Um, it'll be, when they do finally trade Tyreek Evans, it will be dreadful if they don't have Mike Conley after the fact. They'll score like, 75 points a game it would not be good at all uh but for now he, he had another really good game and it just it, it just only uh boost his trade value even more uh it's inevitable when they do trade him uh for a uh hopefully a future first rounder so we will see how that goes uh we'll talk more about that in the coming podcast uh about what you can actually literally what you can um likely expect for tyreek evans um, we're just trying to get into the game tonight, and then Mario Chalmers was equally awful as Andrew harrison i mean he he was throwing balls he threw a pass like into the fourth row at one point uh I think he had an air ball three he um was shooting the ball he hit it like threw it off the underside of the backboard at one point I mean it was just. It it was it was not good. It was hard to watch. Uh, He had nine points in twenty four minutes, four for twelve. Had a couple assists, three turnovers. I mean, just you know, all around. uh, You know, the the Grizzlies don't have a point guard that they can go to um, and trust in in these kind of situations. Even just all game, really, right now, they don't have a point guard that. That can get the ball down the floor and get them into the right sets and get you know get the, the ball where it needs to be in the right spots, the right time, not turn the ball over late in the late in games. Um, and so, for right now, that's just what we're gonna have to deal with. Mario Chalmers and Andrew Harrison is just that's what you got. Um, I would love to see obviously more Kobe Simmons because you know you at least um, you know he can't be any worse than what you got now. That's for sure. Like uh, on a like on a on a just. Every game every night basis he cannot be worse than what you got right now um with uh Andrew Harrison and Mario Chalmers uh James Ennis was not very good either you know the whole all, the whole bench wasn't very good let I me mean, just let me just start by saying that the entire bench wasn't wasn't great um they had you know between uh let's see between James Ennis Wayne Selden, and Jarrell martin they had eight points. Uh, which is not something you need from your bench at all uh, in, in any game. So um, and I think, you know, just four rebounds. Yeah, four rebounds and eight points from those four guys. So not not a good night for any of those guys. Um, James Dennis only took one shot. Wayne Seldon only took three shots. Drew Martin took one shot. I mean, just, you know, they're not putting themselves in the right spots to... Make the t- you know take and make the type of shots they need to take. Uh James Ennis is is very much a you know a, a Tony Allen esque. If you guys remember how you know he was always cutting to the baskets, always finding backdoor cuts, Um and that, that's James Ennis. He he is that type of player. He he's not a take you off the dribble type of player. He was very much a uh, a backdoor cut kind of guy or finding you know open lanes to the basket or getting out in transition, running, uh, and scoring points and on fast breaks, uh, you know, creating you know, defensive, uh, creating defensive steals and creating offense that way. that That is very much a James Ennis type of guy. And so for him, if he's not going to do of those type of things, it's really hard to, you know, it's really hard to justify his minutes, unfortunately for the Grizzlies. And fortunately for James Ennis, uh, they don't really have any other options at this point. So uh he's going probably to continue to get minutes. Uh hopefully he can kind of get back to some kind of form he had last year. Um and I do think a lot of this, you know, a lot of this happen you know, a lot of this is because of you don't have a, a Mike Conley who really runs your team and you really see how much he uh means to this team whenever he's not there. And so i l I'm not saying James is not playing well because of Mike Conley's not there, but it does help when you have someone like Mike uh, to get everybody, get the ball in the right spots and, and where it needs to go. And, and just the kind of the flow of the offense. And, and so when he, and an outlet passes to James Ennis when he's running the floor, all those type of things uh, do tie in together. Uh, Wayne Selden only had eight minutes, um, you know, just wasn't very good. Um, Deontay Davis, or just I'll skip to Jarrell Martin, same thing, 13 minutes again, uh, I'll lump him with the others. wasn't very good. Um, uh, Deonta Davis only had two minutes uh, of game time. So, uh, another game in a row where he ha- he was first up off the bench, two minutes in, uh, he gets pulled for Brandon Wright, and then never enters the game again. So I, I understand that the effort and the rebounding is not probably where you want it to be for a Deontay Davis. But putting him on the bench and giving him the hook after two minutes is not the way, it's not going to, it doesn't do anything for you, it doesn't do anything for Deontay Davis, and it certainly doesn't do anything for the team and his development. So and I, I get what the coaching staff is trying to do. They're trying to send a message that if you don't rebound, if you don't play with effort, then you're not going to play in the game. I get that. But that's not that's not going to help anybody long-term. And so for Deonta, he has to be able to get in the game, work through those mistakes, and if he can't overcome the mistakes, if he can't overcome the effort, and if he can't overcome the rebounding then, then he doesn't play in the future but you have to give him the time the 2 2 minutes and 3 minutes in another game these are these are not there is not quality time for him to do anything it doesn't do anything for you as an organization to have a future role player or a future bench warmer or maybe nothing we don't know but have a future something sitting on the bench and doing absolutely nothing and just pouting i mean I, th- there's nothing beneficial coming from that so you have to let him play and play through these things through these mistakes and realize what he's doing wrong and hopefully he can correct those things on his own if he's not able to correct these things on his own then he, he might be a guy that just shuts down from being you know pulled too early he might be a guy that just shuts down and will never you know will never try again so i, I get what they're trying to do but i don't think it's helpful in any way for anybody for him to play 2 minutes get a hook and never play again um He's a young guy, and for the Grizzlies this season, especially, it is a time to find out what you have. I've been saying that for the past couple weeks. It's the time to find out what you have in all of your young players, and that includes uh, Davis. So you want to see what he can do with the problems, because there was going to be times when people, players, go through go through lulls, get go to, to bad spots. So seeing how he responds through game action and gameplay is really what. I want to see. And so hopefully he will get more minutes in the future. Um, Brandon Wright is the only other player we haven't talked about. Was just meh. Wasn't great. Wasn't bad. Three for five, uh, four rebounds, eight points in ten minutes. That's not bad. That's kind of what you want from Brandon Wright. He had a lot of missed lobs. A lot too, excuse me. uh, That should have gone in. He should have corralled and kind of put in. So um, not terrible from Brandon Wright, but... I think what you know I think you know who Brandon Wright is now. I think you know what you got you, you what you have in Brandon Wright. Now, I also don't think Brandon Wright's a part of your future. So last year of Brandon Wright's contract probably won't be here after this year. I think it makes no sense to continue to play him. Um you know that's one of those guys they should be looking to package with Tyreek or, or or someone else to try to move off of. So um but that's it for the Grizzlies again like I said. Um they did win wasn't it was a it was a not a great game to watch um but they did get a win and depending on how you look at that that's probably good or bad. Uh for me it kind of sucked cuz the Grizzlies won. It was a it was a tough one to tough one to win but uh nonetheless a uh, silver lining is that the Hawks won and the Mavericks won. So um the Grizzlies are right around where they still were before this game. They're still third they're probably they're probably third or fourth uh uh one of the third or fourth records worst records in the NBA. So um they do get a win, but they do miss a chance to to go lower in the standings, unfortunately. Uh, so um, but, but but they'll move on. They have the Nuggets on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. The different Nuggets, they're at the Nuggets. So um, that'll probably be another loss. Um, also, Chandler Parsons did not play tonight uh, for the fifth game in a row, I think. Fourth or fifth game in a row. They did not give an update. Have not given an update. Um, and so they're just not seeing anything on Chandler Parsons. Um so that's that's odd. I did see him before the game tonight. I, when I was there um about an hour before the game, I did see him putting up shots and, and running the floor three pointers. He looked like he was moving well. He he was you know, a lot of shots are going in. Um he looked like he was running he, he was you know running the floor from half court to layups, half court to three pointers in transition, doing doing those drills. Um so he looked like he was moving well. He looked like he was running well. Uh so hopefully that's a good sign. Hopefully he will uh he will uh be able to get in the game or hopefully he'll play on on, on the road trip on Friday. Um and they're back home next week. So hopefully if he doesn't get in on Friday, he'll get in when he gets back home. Um but that's it. Uh, just a, a post game edition for you guys uh from the Pelicans game. Uh, on this podcast again if you haven't already followed me on twitter go ahead and follow me on twitter at king underscore producer you can follow the podcast at 3nd pod also subscribe to the show in itunes leave us a five-star review it really helps we will talk to you next time